he ascended into heaven. And we were thinking uh, last week about the joy of the party that must have gone on in heaven at that time. And Jesus takes his place back on the throne. King of kings, name above all names. And the disciples have been told to wait in Jerusalem. And they had to wait for another ten days. So uh, Pentecost is 50, 50 days after the Passover. It's the old celebration of first fruits, just so appropriate. And the Holy Spirit is just busting to come down, isn't he? He's just, he's just like not going to come quietly, is he? Uh, and there's this lovely phrase uh, that uh, Mel read out uh, in chapter, Acts chapter 2. First of all, she said they were with one accord in one place. And that, that word one accord means that they gathered not only together, but there was a harmony amongst them with an expectation that something would happen. So I'm just hoping there's an expectation in your heart tonight. That these are lovely times to get together, but it's more than that. It's actually, there's a one big heart in this room tonight saying we want more. We want everything you have to offer. And when we gather together, we've got to gather with that expectation that something's going to happen. That when we go out from here, we'll be different from when we come in. Yeah? Whatever we gather, in different places, always there's that sense of expectation amongst these people. So on this, this 50 days they've been waiting and there was one of God's, there was a suddenly a sound of heaven. And I think this is, uh, it's just a wonderful thing. When you look at uh, the Greek word for sound, it's, it's spelt uh, echo, echoes. It's pronounced echos, but it's the root of that word echoes. You just imagine that there was an echo from heaven. What was being shouted? If some of you always, you know, gone to the place of echoes and you know, hello, 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 hello. Like yeah. Heaven, what's heaven shouting? Wow. You're loved, you're loved, you're loved, you're loved. You're free. You're free, you're free. All this there's this mighty sound that comes from heaven. The disciples gathered with expectant hearts are hearing the sound of heaven's heartbeat. Which is just so exciting because I want some of that. I want to be in that place where I hear the sound of heaven. Yeah? That's that's part of what we we were feeling for tonight. It's more than just thinking back and celebrating the coming of the Holy Spirit. What did he have to say? That was the point. He came with heaven's heartbeat. He came with a message. He came in power and tongues of flame and did mighty things through his people. So the first thing was the echo. But you'll probably notice that just a few verses after that, uh, in verse 6, which Mel didn't read, but it's the people who who see what's going on, the devout people. Verse 6, and said, And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speaking in his own language. 
So the people outside heard the wonderful works of God being spoken out in their own language, which is awesome. But it's not the same word. The word sound in the English is a different word, which is the exciting bit. Because it's spelled phone. It's pronounced phone. It's the root of the word phone. So we've all got to be mobile phones. All right? Come on, guys, you've got to keep up. But it goes right back to the start, that amazing joke at the beginning, where you've got to be connected. Okay? Because what the people heard was the disciples releasing the sound of heaven. They didn't hear the sound of heaven themselves. Okay, now this is important because if we want to transmit something, and that phone means to, uh, to uh, voice and transmit a noise <laughs> to say something, we don't want to be just saying words, do we? We don't just want to be speaking out the same old stuff. It might be true, but we want to be people who are speaking out the very echo that we've heard from heaven. Isn't it? So that's the exciting thing for this time. What are we hearing from heaven? What is the echo for today? I don't want 2,000 year old echoes. Bless them. Those guys are amazing. That was the first Pentecost. Feast of the first fruits. It was all happening. Woomph. Off they go. But the important thing is for each one of us, and we're all equal in this, okay? Nobody's higher than anyone else. We're all the same in this. Together we've got in our spirits, what is the song of heaven? We sang it tonight, you might not realize. You sang about the echo of your heart. I knew what I was speaking on, so I was there. But, but what we sing is important, isn't it? I've got to be connected in. I've got to be tapped in and get the, the juice from heaven to hear what heaven's voice and heartbeat is for now. And then I've got to be the one releasing that heartbeat. Releasing the wonderful works of God. What is it that... There's something different. You know, the guys didn't know what was going to happen when the Holy Spirit came. I think too many, too, too many times we think we know what's going to happen. I can tell you, they didn't know what was going to happen. We live in a season now where we don't know what's going to happen. Okay, which is a bit scary. Anybody thinks I'm talking rubbish, you can just see me afterwards, I'll probably explain it. Does that make sense? We've just got to be living now, actually. It's going to be a new time, it's a new season. So the first point is about gathering together, having that ex expectation, whether it's in this setting, whether different bits of family or coming in smaller groups, whatever we come together, we gather with that expectant heart that the Father is desperate for you to hear his heartbeat. He's desperate for you to hear what's coming from heaven. And then the next bit is not only hear that, but how do I transmit that? That's just that last song that you, you sung, Bex. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I'm a child of God. It's a season where we're standing up as children of God. Isn't it? It is. When we're saying, I'm a son and I'm a daughter of uh, my Father in heaven. Jesus is sat on the, the right hand of God saying, there's a seat with your name on it next to me. Come and sit in it now. 
now. It is exciting. I said to someone the other week, there's too many reserve signs on seats in heaven. Nobody's taken the seat yet. And I'm not talking about dying and going to heaven. I'm talking about heaven in us now. We're sons and daughters. We're actually beginning to release that which we believe is the song for now. Okay? We've got to get what, what is in our heart that we're sharing with people. The, the other day there was this tractor going up and down the road. And the guy on it was just saying, uh, the end is nigh. The end is nigh. The world's coming to an end. I thought it was really depressing until someone said to me, oh, don't worry, that's Farmageddon. <laughs> yeah, explain that one. Yeah, you go. Okay. That didn't happen, by the way. I just thought I'd... Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. Tim has now used that on at least six occasions. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Anyway. So, but now the point is, um, we were gathered recently, a couple of weeks ago, uh, to pray for the city. There's lots of groups around who are praying. There's a real call to prayer at the minute. And we're praying for the city, and this city's been soaked in prayer for a, a few years now. That's back there. Outside of London, for instance, we heard this week, didn't we, that uh, Bath has got the highest percentage of people going to church and worshipping God in this, outside of London. This, this city has got a call on it. Okay, and that's you and I, guys. That's us right now for this season. So I want to hear that call and I want to transmit that. Okay. Prayer time, and there was a, a tongue was given, and uh, this was interpretation of it. There's a fresh sound going out. Uh, let's get this right. There's a fresh sound going out. New things and new ways not walked in before. Way beyond your present thinking. A fresh, vibrant thing to live and to know. To break you out of your thinking, your mold, and your history. And the people were in the, resonating in the spirit that, that they felt that was a word. That this fresh sound would take you out of what you're comfortable with, take you out of what you're familiar with, but it'll be heaven sound for now. Okay, and we'll be, we're going to ask Mark, Mark, do you want to come up and just to, to add some substance to the actual what that might look like now, okay? Let me explain the first joke. Yeah, okay. So uh, the point is that the, the, the challenge to us now is. We can't live in what's been so familiar before, okay? And we know the Holy Spirit comes and he's marvellous, but he's actually saying, I'm doing a new thing, guys. You've got to be here and be willing to be flexible. It's not going to look like what it's ever looked like for you before. And that's exciting. Okay, and some, there's been some exciting things happening around the world, which uh, Mark's going to pick up with. Great, thank you. If you want to stay later, I'll explain everything Steve just said in about a minute mainly that there's a sound there's a sound from heaven that God's placing in your heart and his people as a whole and it's a sound which we can all hear if we stop and listen and uh, he's releasing something in this city in this nation which is going to be remarkable the tide is turning and the wave is going to come over his people and this city. There is no holding it back because he's coming.
because he loves his city too much. And um, what we're going to do is look at two short videos which resemble or give some addition to the sound. Because in um, Romans, I shut it, in Romans 15, it says here, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you a spirit of unity amongst yourselves as you follow Christ Jesus, so that with one heart and mouth you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Accept one another, just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. And um, the first video we're going to quickly look at is um, the called Azuzu, Azusa Now in Los Angeles. How many of you have seen it or heard of it? And um, a remarkable moment in a 15-hour prayer and worship time in this massive stadium in America. I know one or two of you went. Uh, but the remarkable thing is, so much of it was about unity and reconciliation. And the original outpouring of Azuzu Streets in the early 1900s, it says, Divine love was wonderfully manifest in the meetings. They would not even allow an unkind word said against any of their opposers or any of the churches. The message was the love of God. It was a sort of a first love. The baptism as we received it in the beginning did not allow us to think, speak, or hear evil of any man. We knew the moment we grieved the spirit by an unkind thought or word. We seem to live in a sea of divine love. And one of the sounds is reconciliation and unity that comes from the Spirit of God. And even us just being together is a sign and a sound. And we're just going to watch this because this is quite a remarkable thing where a Catholic uh, guy called Matteo Calisi is um, just asking for forgiveness of the Protestant church. And he has the authority of the Pope to see reconciliation worldwide. And this is just, I think, a sound. Let's just see this. Hope it's clear. 1967, Duquesne University. The spirit was outpoured. That's 50 years ago. It's jubilee. Today, our Catholic brothers are with us. Tell us, Mateo, welcome. Give our shout of thanksgiving for our Catholic brothers. Go ahead. We're a delegation, a Catholic delegation, and I come from Italy. Porto il saluto da parte di 150 milioni di cattolici carismatici. And I bring you a salute from 150 million charismatic Catholics. Siamo parte della stessa famiglia. We're part of the same family. Anche noi siamo parte della famiglia di Azusa Street. And we are also a part of the family of Azusa Street. Azusa Street è l'attualizzazione della profezia del profeta Gioele. It's the actuality, the prophecy of Joel in action. Negli ultimi 
giorni, dice il Signore Dio, io spanderò il mio spirito su ogni carne. E così abbiamo una carne evangelica, una carne protestante, una carne cattolica. Dio non fa riguardo di persona. Ma chiunque lo teme accetta Dio. E questa è la lezione che Pietro ha dovuto imparare nella casa di Cornelio. Dio ha dato a noi lo stesso spirito. Cattolici, protestanti, evangelici, pentecostali, ortodossi, ebrei. Ci siamo abbeverati allo stesso spirito. Just like Paul says, we have drunk of the same spirit. Per formare un solo corpo. To form one body. Il corpo di Cristo. Una sola chiesa. One church. Un solo Signore. One Lord. Gesù ha pregato. Padre, fa che siano uno affinché il mondo creda. Jesus said, make us one until the world believes. Dobbiamo pentirci se il mondo oggi dopo duemila anni non ha ancora conosciuto il nome di Gesù che Che cosa impedisce al mondo di conoscere Gesù? Una parte della responsabilità è a causa del peccato della divisione dei cristiani. La divisione è un peccato diabolico. Noi dobbiamo pentirci e pregare per rimuovere questa causa che impedisce al mondo di credere. E' quello che noi vogliamo fare quest'oggi ancora. Il Signore vuole rompere lo spirito della divisione. Non ha importanza le nostre differenze. Non saremo riconosciute per le nostre differenze. Per le nostre dottrine. Per le nostre tradizioni. Ma per l'amore che avremo gli uni gli altri. Gesù ha detto da questo vi riconosceranno che siete miei discepoli se avrete amore gli uni verso gli altri ed è quello che vogliamo fare noi cattolici abbiamo ricevuto tanto dal movimento di Azusa Street ma vogliamo saldare un debito chiedere perdono pubblicamente a voi protestanti per non aver rispettato questa legge dell'amore di Gesù per non aver usato amore e carità nei vostri confronti per questo umilmente noi vi chiediamo perdono nel nome di Gesù We have.
Jesus, fratelli e sorelle. Jesus, Pregate per noi. Perdonateci il vostro perdono, la vostra misericordia. Please give us your forgiveness and your mercy. E ora voglio compiere un gesto perché i gesti sono più importanti delle parole. And today I want to just symbolically make a gesture. Avrei voluto lavare i piedi, ma non è molto pratico. We wanted to wash your feet, Lou, but we found that it's not really practical here. Ma simbolicamente io voglio baciare i piedi di Lou e come per quello che noi possiamo rappresentare la Chiesa Cattolica, noi cattolici vogliamo compiere questo gesto di umiltà. We want to, Lou, kiss your feet as Catholics and just honor you with this gesture right now. Methodists, Assemblies of God, there were Native Americans there, Indians and uh, the Jews, and I mean, it just went on and on and on, all repenting, and there was such a humble heart throughout the whole day saying that, you know, if we get rid of our divisions, then he will come. And uh, that love for one another, that's a sound, that's a loud sound. That's, uh, that's being um, sent there. Bill Johnson was there, Mike Bickle was there, all these guys who were saying, we want the same thing. We want Jesus' return, and we want his bride to be one. Uh, one church. And we're asking that spirit of unity to come upon us uh, for that sound to take place. I mean, the original, in the early 1900s, the original outpouring of the spirit in the Zuzu Stoop what it's seen since then is 600 million Pentecostal spirit-filled people with a 6 million annually being added and being filled with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, men and women filled with the Holy Spirit, a riot can take place in Bath with one person being filled with the Holy Spirit. But, you know, they're all filled with the Holy Spirit. That is something isn't it? And we're saying, come and disrupt the city in any way you wish. That would cause a sound. You know, but that starts with me too. So if I'm asking for a disruptive city, he'll probably come and disrupt me. But anyway, so just this last one. Now the Archbishop of Canterbury, um, he's trying to get hold of uh, Tim, but Tim was busy, so he phoned me. He said, Mark, what do you think about calling a week of prayer all the churches in the Church of England and all the churches in the nation to see the evangelization is that the right word? Thank you. 
for our nations. You did speak to him later then. Oh, I'm glad I got you phoned it back. But, um, you know, this week, that we would pray and fast together. And that's the sound to heaven responds to prayer. Heaven responds to these things. So we're just going to watch this because how many of you have seen this? Four. So let's just watch this. It would be good for us all because it's just a good reminder. Just a sound again that heaven is calling us to uh, see the nation. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. It's impossible to overstate, to exaggerate the life-transforming power of the Lord's Prayer. It's a prayer that's reassuring enough to be on the lips of the dying, and yet dangerous enough to be banned in cinemas. It's famous enough to be spoken each day by billions in thousands of languages. And yet it's intimate enough to draw us ever closer into friendship with Jesus Christ. It's simple enough to be memorized by small children, and yet profound enough to sustain a whole lifetime of prayer. When we pray this prayer, committed to Jesus Christ, there is no exaggerating, there's no imagining the new ways in which God can use us to his glory. Christians, there's nothing more important than our relationship with Jesus Christ. When that flourishes, it overflows into the world around us, to our friends, to our family, to those we work with, to everyone we know. And when the church is full of the presence of Christ, we overflow and transform society in the most beautiful and wonderful way. That overflowing starts with our prayer lives, individually and together as we pray and meet with Christ in prayer. That's why this Pentecost, the Archbishop of York and I, are asking churches right across England to pray for a renewal of their expectancy and the abundance and the overflowing of Christ in their lives together, so that people right across the country see who Jesus is and are drawn to faith in him. There are three ways in which we are asking people to pray. First, that all Christians find new life in their relationship with Jesus Christ. The joy that Christ brings us, the comfort in sorrow, the abundance of joy at good times should be renewed in every Christian in their own personal faith and discipleship. So that's the first thing to pray for. The second thing to pray for is that all those you meet and you're close to, your friends, family, colleagues, even those who you bump into and get into some conversation with, that they might see something of Jesus that draws them towards faith in him, towards learning what his love is for themselves so that their own lives are transformed. Thirdly, may we pray for the church that it is so full of the life and joy of Christ that it overflows with the reality of the presence of Jesus uh, together and 
and wherever it reaches out to, that that overflowing is seen in service and love and compassion, working with the poor, serving each person they come across, wherever they are, in every community in England. We're calling this week of prayer, Thy Kingdom Come. And it will run from the 8th to the 15th of May this year. You'll recognize the words come from the Lord's Prayer, where we pray for the reign and rule of Christ in every heart and every community, that they may find the joy of Jesus Christ. Well, that's amazing, isn't it, that he's... They called us to pray in that way, and that's not just for this week, of course, it continues. But um, that cry for the nation, that sound that says, gather for the nation, pray for the nation, is uh, a remarkable one. And uh, what I like, a man like that, who obviously has influence throughout government and beyond, uh, you know, has a voice. There is a sound in his voice that's gathering the people of God together. And that's not just those men, but, you know, we want the pulpits. We don't want the pulpits silent. We want them that, with a voice that declares something. And that equally is you and me, isn't it? And uh, there's that prayer in Ephesians that says, where Paul's asking for boldness and a fearlessness to come upon him in this, of the Spirit that gives him a voice to be able to communicate the sound of heaven. And I keep hearing all these wonderful testimonies of many young people and others who are just going about their normal business, going to work, going into town, and ministering to people on the way, prophesying over people on the way. There's a sound and there's a boldness coming. And that's, you know, the Holy Spirit brings that. It's not something we can muster up. So um, that's part of the sound that Stephen's talking about.